0: Letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local.
1: With Thursday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include Minnesota's legislative session is in the books, we'll have a look at several stories out of St. Paul, plus a bad year for mosquitoes and the DNR getting a big financial boost. And we'll start today at the Capitol with a wrap-up of what turned out to be a very busy and historic legislative session. Mark Fry has that report.
2: All in favor, say aye. aye. All those opposed, say No.
3: The motion prevails. The Senate is now adjourned. The Minnesota legislature gaveled out of one of the most consequential sessions in recent memory, passing what is a $72 billion budget. It includes many of the items Democrats said they would pass with their so-called trifecta, control of the House, Senate, and Governor's office, House Majority Leader Jamie Long says even though the budget includes many items that Minnesotans have wanted for years, it was not always easy. That is an incredible accomplishment with a two-vote majority in the House and a one-vote majority in the Senate that we set out a vision and we delivered on it. I'm just thrilled that we were able to check, check off everything on the big board. That's DFL House Speaker Melissa Hortman. The big board was put together by Democrats, a wish list of things they wanted to get done this session. Everything from legalizing marijuana to upping the funding to schools with free meals for kids, college tuition for some families, and yes, rebate checks, albeit smaller than the governor had wanted. DFLers call it the largest tax decrease in history, but GOP's House Minority Leader Lisa Dameth tells her own Chad Hartman.
4: We've had a $17.5 billion surplus going into this legislative session, Minnesotans were looking for some of that money to come back to them. And instead that money is not coming back to them. And all of us are gonna face higher taxes to the tune of over $9 billion higher than it was before. Looking forward though, I think we could have offered tax relief to Minnesotans this year under a full Democrat control instead of spending it all and increasing taxes by another $9 billion.
3: One piece of bipartisan legislation that did pass near the end of the session, an infrastructure bill of about $2.5 billion. It includes $300 million to help nursing homes, something the GOP was adamant about. As for that much-talked-about Keep Nurses at the Bedside Act that would have mandated ratios of nurses with patients, that provision was struck after Mayo Clinic threatened to pull billions of projects out of Minnesota. In its place, a watered-down version that lawmakers say will protect nurses from violence and study the burnout effect. Mark Fry, News Talk 830-WCCO.
0: I'm Steve Simpson. One bill that was proposed was a hospital staffing bill that would require a certain number of nurses per patient fell by the wayside in the final hours of the session yesterday. State lawmakers, though, did pass a bill addressing workplace violence in hospitals. Nurses Association President Mary Turner says sides came together to salvage a bill before the deadline last night.
2: I won't. Lie to you. It was some hard discussions with some board members. It's like, what can we resurrect here? Well, you know, it, it dawned on me all of a sudden that the workplace violence language that we have is some of the strongest in the country.
0: Turner speaking with our Vanita on the morning news this morning. She says several hospitals echoed Mayo's request to not be included in the mandatory staffing portion of the Nurses at the Bedside Act that did not pass. A watered down Nurse and Patient Safety Act is instead on its way to the governor's desk.
2: One of the bills that did not pass this session, sports betting.
0: Disappointing that so many other states have gotten this done. And thus far, we've been unable to do it in Minnesota.
2: Republican Representative Patrick Ruffalo says it was a long shot with Democrats in full control.
0: With one party in total control, uh, I think they had a bigger focus on those things that they could just get done by themselves without having to... Uh, include other people.
2: The bill would have legalized retail wagering and online betting sites. Several lawmakers voted against it, claiming it would negatively impact the well-being of low-income families and communities of color. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Our snowy winter
1: and wet spring erased our drought conditions, but guess who's back? Mosquitoes.
2: About the
4: only good news to report is that the Metropolitan Mosquito Control District is out treating the worst areas of the Twin Cities. Areas that spokesman Alex Carlson says are full of eggs that
2: can't wait to hatch. Their eggs can survive unhatched for five to seven years And so they've just been kind of lying in wait, ready for the wetness to come back. And um, with the the snow that we had, it refilled the ponds and the swamps. And so now all it takes is a little bit of rain and it's going to hatch more mosquitoes each time.
4: Carlson says it hasn't been this bad in a while.
2: People are coming off two years of almost noticing no mosquitoes to years where now all of a sudden they're back and they're back with a vengeance.
4: You know the drill. Get rid of any standing water. Use repellents containing DEET. And remember that mosquitoes tend to prefer shady areas and are most active at dusk and dawn. Laura Oaks, New News Talk
2: 830-WCCO. A special moment during a St. Cloud City Council meeting last night when three firefighters were honored for saving a woman's life last September. Kyle Gamble, Brian Alasker, and Calvin Schoen pulled an unconscious woman from a smoke-filled room. Fire Chief Matt Love says many people don't realize just how important the department's medical training is until it's needed.
1: Not only for us to have firefighters that were able to locate a victim in near zero visibility, put out a fire, and then render medical aid to this individual, saving their life because of their life support. It just speaks volumes about what this fire department provides.
2: Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO.
1: 30 years in prison for a man who pleaded guilty to killing a St. Paul Central High School basketball star. Here's Laura Oaks.
4: 23-year-old Xavion Bell admitted to shooting and killing 21-year-old Dion Ford last March as Ford walked to his car after leaving a restaurant and supermarket on the city's east side. Witnesses reported hearing dozens of shots being fired. Bell has previous convictions for aggravated robbery and, at the time of the shooting, was facing charges including kidnapping. Another suspect, convicted last fall in the case, was sentenced to 25 years in prison. Ford broke the 1,000-point mark as a varsity basketball player at Central before playing basketball at Casper College in Wyoming. He had recently returned to the Twin Cities to attend Augsburg University.
1: The Minnesota Network of Employers for Traffic Safety is announcing their 100-day campaign to combat impaired driving in Minnesota.
2: Network coordinator Lisa Kahn says the goal of the campaign is to keep drivers safe this summer. The Memorial Weekend through Labor Day weekend tends to be some of our dangerous days on the highway. Cons also shared that data on impaired Minnesota drivers also inspired this campaign. In
4: 2022, distracted driving in Minnesota contributed to 126 serious injuries and unfortunately 22
2: fatalities. The campaign will include new PSAs from the network reminding Minnesota drivers to keep their eyes on the road. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO.
0: I'm Steve Simpson. Yes, our potholes are bad, really bad, apparently, according to quote wizard. Minnesota ranks number one in the nation for giant potholes. As for rankings for individual cities, Los Angeles was number one. Minneapolis was
1: two. Duluth came in in the top 10 in the nation at number seven. The Minnesota Pollution Control Agency has issued an air quality alert for southern Minnesota through 8 p.m. tonight. WCCO meteorologist Paul Douglas told Vanita Salkar that the air quality can be a major issue for some people.
0: The only wild card Vanita is smoke And you're right, a lot of people complaining about sore throats and coughing, and uh, we'll take that one day at a time. It'll be smoky today, I think less smoke tomorrow and
1: Thursday. Douglas also says we have what looks like a tremendous holiday weekend coming up. I think we'll be upper 70s to near 80 on Saturday, low 80s on Sunday,
0: and Memorial Day, we could be in the upper, upper 80s. In fact, the models have us consistently in the upper 80s almost every day next week. If you have a hankering for summer, including a little more humidity, uh, I think you're going to be very happy with next week's weather. I'm just relieved that it's not going to rain on the, um, you know, the start to summer, right?
1: Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCOradio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.